Uh, hey, folks, welcome back. Another great episode with two real estate entrepreneurs zooming in all the way from beautiful Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We've got Sam and Connor, who are a real estate power couple getting started in the game. They've done a couple of deals and they're looking to scale up. So, hey, welcome, you guys. Good to have you on the show. Nice to be here. Thank yes, you. Thanks for having us. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited as well. So, hey, Sam, why don't we start with you? Kind of give us the backstory on real estate. What inspired you guys to get going? How you got started? All that kind of stuff. Actually, you guys can take turns however you want to. Whoever wants to answer what, it's all good. All right. Sounds good. Um, so for me, I don't know. Real estate has just somehow always been in my life. Um, kind of started out with my dad who, you know, seems to not know how to sell a property. Every time he moves, he just rents out his old one. Hey, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems to be working for him. So I always knew that there was uh, there was potential there. Um, and I don't know, just something about it always kind of excited me. Um, so from there, I went and I worked at a real estate brokerage. I worked in commercial property management. Um, and uh, yeah, then that I bought my first uh, duplex, or sorry, my first uh, single family. It was yeah. a flip. Uh, it was a uh, abandoned for five years hoarder house. Ooh, uh, that's yeah. So don't be in the deep end. Smells like money and a lot of other things. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, many many yeah. other things. Uh, full hazmat suits and all. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of my first project. Uh, I did that with um, a general contractor. He was a family friend, so we kind of kind of got into that together. And that's sort of when when uh, Connor comes into the story here. Yeah, I uh, we had been working at a, a real estate brokerage together. She got me the job. Because uh, I was complaining about my retail job. I was like, I hate this. Please get me out of here. And she's like, I got you. Um, and then from there, she was like, hey, um, I bought this house. I'm trying to clear out all of this junk. Do you want to come and help? Uh, so I did. I tried. Is that called free uh, labor? My... Way to go. Yeah, Sam's pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, I dragged my brother and another friend of mine out. And uh, we got to work basically tearing this house apart. Um, and it was absolutely terrible. And I said, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, man. Hazmat suits, that's, that's oh, yeah. serious. How many yeah. dumpsters did you fill again? Uh, 10 40-yard dumpsters, I think is what oh, we... Goodness. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so, did you find any hidden treasures or was it 100% crap? Well, it turns out the guy was a, uh, uh, a salsa enthusiast. Yeah. So like, he had about... Like what, the dance like or the, the food? No, no, the food. Yes. So you had about a thousand jars of salsa in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That have just been count, fermenting. I won't yeah. count that as treasure. No, that's, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was, was that the one and done? The only flip you guys did? Uh, that no, was, that was no. the only flip we did. Well, like yeah, the only actual flip. So we didn't even get all the way through that one. It was a big project, as you can imagine. Um, but we got it totally gutted uh, down to the studs. And then we ended up selling it and walked away doing pretty okay. And a lot of lessons learned. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. For sure. yes. <laughs> Avoid um, anything that requires hazmat suits. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely item number one on my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so after that, uh, kind of we went into duplexes, um, yeah. decided one unit wasn't enough and we needed more, I guess. Um, so we bought out in Smith Falls. Um, I'm, I'm familiar with we, Smith Falls. I, I 
was part of a group. We had a 54 unit apartment building in that town. So yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Probably the only one. I feel like there's not a lot of those big buildings out there. <laughs> well, I was actually divided between two buildings. So yeah. Uh, ah, there you okay. go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The old Hershey factory town. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that one was fun. Uh, that one we did a little bit more together. Um, there were renovations, but we didn't sell that one off right away. We refinanced it a couple of times throughout yeah. our journey. So uh, more or less, when did this start, you guys? How, What year did you guys get rolling? 2019 was when you bought Rockland? Uh, Twenty. Yeah, 2019, I think it was. Yeah, okay. it was just before COVID. So Just before, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my timestamp. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me too. All right. So that was for the flip. And then you got into the duplex around yeah, that. She actually well. bought that duplex. Uh, I was on holiday yeah. in uh, in Australia. Yeah. And she basically called me up on one of our calls that we, we had planned. And she's like, yeah, so uh, I bought a house. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, there so, you go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it sounds so, like it worked out all right. And then what yeah. happened after that? Where where have you guys gone from there? So um, through COVID, it was a bit of a like a weird time. I you know I personally felt a little bit behind the eight ball. Everything was moving so fast, and you know I felt like we weren't super prepared. Um, so coming out of COVID, we um, ended up actually selling our duplex in Smith Falls. Um, so we sold that one at, early this year, and we bought another duplex out in St. John, New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Um, so the profits from that also allowed me to quit my nine to five finally. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's allowed me to pursue, uh, you know, investing full time, uh-huh. which has been the plan and my passion for as long as I can remember. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so, so how long yeah. do you think the profits are going to carry you before you have to start generating some <laughs> significant cash flow? Yeah, that's a good question. Or, Depending or on our gonna, spending habits. Keep, keep Connor picking up the bill of the bid. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've got we've got about a year. Well, okay. I keep saying that. Or we're, we're less than a year now. Yeah. I, I figured end of the uh, end of this year. Uh, yeah. All right. So what's the plan moving ahead, you guys? What do you want to get into? Or what kind of you want to do more duplex deals? You want to start doing bigger deals? What what are your thoughts? We're trying to we're trying to level up, so mm-hmm. we're trying to get into ten plus units. Uh-huh. Um, we've been looking um, because we have our duplex out in St. John. We've been checking at St. John and Moncton and areas like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have found some potential. Yes, yeah, we've actually. I've just been looking at this thirty-two unit in Moncton, which is uh-huh. looking quite enticing, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of what we want our next move to be is going to be sort of 10 plus. Um, and, uh, we want to do two of those by the end of the year is what we calculate. So waving the the magic wand, if you could have 20 plus units by the end of the year, that's what you're looking to do. Is that what I understand? Minimum. Yeah. yeah. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds like a good goal. Great aspiration to have, um, any challenges you foresee moving towards those goals? Probably many. Um, I'm sure we will discover those challenges as we go. Um, I think as many investors um, raising capital will be, I think, a big hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've what we've been doing for the last, you know, six months plus 
has been building up that foundation, building up the, you know, the investor list, uh, building relationships, because we really want to make sure that the people that we go into business with are people who, whose goals align with us, who they want the same thing that we want. You know, it has to make sense. We don't want to just take anyone's money and call it a day. Right. Right. Um, So, so that's what we've been doing. So I, I think that we'll be okay. But, uh, you know, it's, I think we're all nervous with our first raise. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, aside from raising money, there's been tons and tons of learning going from duplexes to mm-hmm. bigger uh, multis. Just so are you guys taking of, some, some courses, some education around that? I know you're both yeah. in the commercial area already professionally. Sam, remind me, did you say that you're doing property management stuff as well or, or? You've got a I, I used to. Yeah, I did uh, commercial property management. Yeah. Um, okay. Since then, we actually were both in advertising and marketing now. Okay. That's what we went to school for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so. Uh, so you're getting some know. education. <laughs> you're getting some education around the multifamily space. You're taking some courses, training, something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we've been part of a few different com- communities. Uh, we are part of Keyspire and nice. uh, Wealth Genius as well. Uh-huh. Uh, we recently, well, somewhat recently, I guess, signed up to Wealth Genius. Um, mm-hmm. And we've got a one-on-one coach who's done everything that we want to do. Um, nice. uh, shout out to Jeff and Dakota. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah. So we are, we're, we're super excited. I think, I think we've got the tools we need to, to make this work. Yeah. Well, and the support as well. Which is yeah. That's fantastic. Invaluable. So I guess the big challenge is raising the, the 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 first raise for this kind of deal. Is is that what I'm understanding? Have you guys considered yeah. joining forces with some some more experienced real estate investors who are all in, already in the space and perhaps being co GPs on a deal or something like that? Have you looked into that yet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if that kind of opportunity lines up, um, we're absolutely happy to entertain it. Um, we are mainly investing out in New Brunswick, as mentioned before, um, and we are finding it somewhat difficult to find other investors out there. Um, everybody really? seems to be everywhere else. Not that wow. there aren't any, but there there just aren't as many, I guess. It's a, a smaller space. I'm not sure. I'm I've, I've, just, I've bumped into so many people from Ontario investing in New Brunswick these days. Yeah. It, it seems like there are a lot of out-of-province yeah. investors in, in doing stuff there. That's true. I suppose I, I just meet people who who live in New Brunswick. It, I think it would be really nice to have a kind of boots on the ground over there. I would love yeah. to like partner from like a, a GP perspective like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. If something lined up, we would we would certainly entertain it. Um, Very. You know, people's experience is invaluable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've been, we've I think been... that's a shortcut for sure. Is, is yeah. joining for joining forces is somebody's already doing what what you want to do, and then that's an instant power team right there right that because they already have the boots on the ground people that you need so if you join forces with them for at least one deal then you got access mm-hmm. to that team because the teams are not exclusive to any one particular investor mm-hmm. so they're their realtor their finance specialists their property management team their inspectors mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff that's an that's an instant access there mm-hmm. so so you say you've been you've been working on developing potential investor leads for a while now talk to me a little bit about that because that's that's kind of the, my wheelhouse i love talking about that stuff <laughs> uh yeah absolutely i mean it's just a, i guess a matter of you know all of the events that we go to and this wonderful community wealth genius that i've mentioned mm-hmm. um we're we're growing day by day 
exponentially. It's insane. I, yeah. I can't believe it. Um, so, you know, talking to people, you know, I'm doing anywhere between, you know, eight and 10 meetings every week. I only cap it at 10 because I only have so much energy. Um, yeah. But yeah, talking to people all the time. Um, and I just, you know, even if they don't necessarily go to my investor list, it's so invaluable just to, you know, connect and talk about mm -hmm. what they're doing. And, you know, hopefully I can offer some value as well with what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what building our investor list is looking like these days. Cool. So what does that initial conversation look like, Sam? What do you, what do you typically, how are you finding these people? How are you engaging them? How are you getting them on a call? What do you talk about? What does that kind of networking look like? I feel like it's changing day by day, um, you know, as I'm kind of learning more and more. Um, it started out with just a few local events that I would go to. There's the Invest Her meetup, uh, mm -hmm. which is a lovely crowd. I think are 30 to 50 ladies now um, who go up once a, once a month. Um, there's like the Oreo meetups, which are fantastic. Um, so going to those events, I like to go to go to them and then have conversations with people. And those initial conversations are very, you know, easy, you know, service level. I don't, you know, yeah. don't want to ask, you know, how much money do you have? <laughs> you know, I'm a very direct person. So sometimes I, I feel like, you know, okay, let's just get to the point. But yeah. I've learned to pull back, <laughs> you know, talk it through a little bit. Yeah. Um, so initially the, the conversations are pretty surface level. We're just kind of getting to know each other. And if there's kind of that, that, that chemistry, that, that, uh, yeah, that connection, um, then I'll usually ask for an additional meeting um, where we'll talk a little bit more in depth. Um, so that'll either be a coffee meeting or a Zoom meeting, depending on, you know, everyone's schedule. Right. Um, and then those conversations are a little bit more in depth. So we talk a little bit more about what they're trying to do, why they were at that event, why they're into real estate, um, you know, what, what they're trying to accomplish. Um, and with that, if that lines up, then I say, okay, well, listen, I, you know, I've got some deals coming in the pipeline. Do you want to hear about them? You know, is right. it okay if I send them to you? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, then they, they go to my list and I just make sure to touch base, make sure that, you know, everything's still good. Nothing's changed. If something has changed, then I can, I can adjust. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of my process. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I like that. Connor, are you actively involved in this as well? Or, or are you busy? Uh, how are you guys kind of divvying up? responsibilities well, with the real estate business because she is doing it full-time and i still have my full-time job to attend to um i'm kind of more in the background i've been working on like social media presence okay. marketing that kind of thing which um i have a lot of experience in anyways so mm -hmm. uh just a lot of that so we can build kind of a presence so that people will come to us and right. it's been working. We've got loads of interaction on social media and we've gained a, a few good leads from that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's excellent. What do you find is most effective these days for, for posting on social media to generate some interest? Uh, I think as long as you have content that is uh, helpful, provides value to somebody in some way. Mm -hmm. um, video is huge right now. Uh, right. Just getting in front of a camera and talking about something you know and care about. Uh, it allows people to have that connection to you, even if you haven't met in person. Right. Um, so I think that kind of paired with uh, interacting with your community that you're, that you're building um, is, is, the best way to kind of grow that that uh, 
that following, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, good. So are you post, do you, have you guys got a specific, like, are you Instagram people, Facebook people, you name it, you're on everything kind of people. What, what platform are you favoring these days? Uh, we're mostly favoring Instagram at the moment. Uh, we are trying to build up a kind of bigger marketing plan to expand to other networks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started our kind of journey on Instagram, mostly through right. Sam's personal Instagram. Right. Um, and then we developed our own brand and stuff. So we've just kind of soft launched that. And, you know, we're working on a website and maybe uh, a YouTube or a TikTok or mm-hmm. we've got Facebook, that kind of thing. Yeah, so. You name it. There's so many options, right? It's, it's almost overwhelming exactly. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really smart what you guys are doing and and more or less Sam what what does your list look like as far as investor prospects? Do you have email contacts or is it just kind of how, how how do you sort out who you have on your list? Uh yeah, so I've kind of I sort them mostly by um you know, whether or not our goals align, if our goals align, they go on my investor list. If not, they go in my, you know, regular CRM. So I can still, you know, keep in touch with them and still chat with them because, you know, everybody has value. So you got them in a CRM and so you got contact information, emails, that kind of thing. So you can do more direct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 We want to start doing emailers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, connect. I would I would highly recommend that. So you guys have a marketing background, which is huge. Uh, big big suggestion for you, which you're already doing, but to kind of kick things up is to to figure out a way to get as many of those social media contacts opted into email contacts or moved over into into email contacts because that's the platform you definitely own. So if if Marky Mark Zuckerberg gets his knickers in a knot and changes algorithms or changes the rules and, and everything goes to crap. Like it happens on a fairly regular basis. You're, you're not hooped. Right. So, you know, I, I can't remember how many times things have changed and Google slaps and Facebook, this and all that kind of stuff. So (laughs) it's all good while it works, but you always have to stay on top of that sort of thing. But when you can bring people over into your CRM, into your database with, email addresses well that that you know you can do direct outreach and you control that platform and you're not dependent on other people so a couple of tips for you guys not that you've necessarily asked for them but based on what you <laughs> what you've told me um i highly highly recommend that you do start doing the the direct outreach via email on a regular basis but not just when you've got an opportunity but like on a on a weekly basis, something in addition to the social media stuff you guys are doing, it sounds like that's working well. In addition to that, if you're if you're dripping out edutaining content on a weekly basis, that's going to do a lot, right? So for, sure. for example, when we're working directly with clients, first week of the month, electronic newsletter goes out. And we actually do this. We have it, uh, we have it on the client's website not a direct newsletter in the email. We have a kind of a teaser, teaser copy in the email, click here, takes them to the website. They check out the newsletter there. Next week, a short blog post. Again, the email has just a teaser for it. Link takes them to the website. 
right? Week after that, a short video long. Again, just a teaser link takes them to the website. So the whole goal is get them on the website. Again, a platform that you own and you control. And hopefully they'll poke around Netflix out on you a little bit and click on the big book a call tab, which as you mentioned, Connor, the goal is get people booking calls with you instead of always being the one asking somebody to, to book a call. Because if they book in with you of their own devices, then then great. Um, another big, big tip, Sam, maybe for you when you're you're having these conversations is what I like to do as a first step with an investor prospect is to get them to sign off on an expression of interest, right? So that shows me, even though it's not a legally binding document, but just by the, by the fact that they've they put their John Hancock on there, that means that they are serious. The likelihood of them actually coming up with cash when I've got a deal rises exponentially versus somebody that just says, hey, yeah, let me know when you got a deal, I might be interested. Does that make sense, you guess? And it's a very easy first step that's not, you know, there's no money exchange. There's 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 nothing super serious there, but it shows me intent. Does that make sense, Absolutely, you guys? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like yeah. A, a soft commitment, essentially. I like that kind of easing in. Yeah, 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 for yeah. Sure. I, I even yeah. call it a medium commitment because a soft commitment is usually like just verbal. Yeah. No, hard commitment is cash or contracts. Yeah. Or something like this. Medium. this yeah, is okay. kind of a medium commitment. So, uh, and and it just really kind of it, it sorts the the chaff from the wheat, so to speak. Yeah, yeah that's sure. cool, you guys. Well, it sounds like you got got a lot of good stuff on the go. You might also consider that, like the real estate groups are really good. Um, sometimes it gets a little incestuous in the mm -hmm. sense that everybody's trying to get investors out of these groups. So it, it, you get that feeling every once in a while. So the live groups are really good because typically they're 80, 20 rule, 20% of the people are rock and rolling, doing stuff. 80% are kind of on the sidelines thinking about it. So you guys are in Ottawa. Oreo is a fantastic group. Are there some other local groups as well? Uh, there's, there's actually not as many as you would think. Um, yeah, like there's the oh. investor one that we go that I go to regularly. Um, and wealth genius has regular monthly meetups as well. Okay. Um, we're actually thinking about starting our own meetup. There you um, go. That's so, a smart idea yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. And then with these other ones, you might consider, especially Sam, because you, you, you might have a little bit more time for this is jumping in. And instead of just being a, a participant, be actively involved as one of the directors or one of the volunteers, one of the helpers for a couple of reasons. Number one, you know, if you're the person that goes and introduces speakers and whatnot, you get that association. Number two, you get to mix and mingle with the, um, the movers and shakers in the group. Number three, it's a great opportunity to start doing small speaking type things. So if you want to do a five-minute presentation on something or a 10-minute presentation on something, there's a very good chance there'll be space that opens up for you as doing that as well. Obviously, starting your own meetup is a great idea because uh, you control the whole show there. But in the meantime, maybe help out with some of those other ones as well. Does that make sense, you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually, we've been volunteering to a few of them as well. So yeah, right. that's we're exactly on the same track. It, it nice. makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Well, hey, this is a lot of fun, you guys. If people want to reach out and connect with you, if they only had one way to do it, what would you recommend? 
Uh, I think the best way at this point is probably our Instagram uh, at soulscape.rei. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we we're active on there all the time and happy to respond to messages and yeah. Go from well, that's there. that's great. Hey, you guys. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Congratulations on what you've already done and the path that you've chosen. I think it's a good one. And I think uh, with all the stuff that you're doing, you're going to see success. Thank you. All right, everybody. This has been uh, very good. (laughs) Uh, Good. I'm glad I enjoyed it as well. So thanks for being on the show, you guys and everybody else. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.